this week on Not Your Average Fangirls. He can make friends with an yeah. ant. There could be a little ant on the ground. He like, oh, hey, buddy. And that ant's going to be like, that's my guy. People don't know their place with Ace. Dreamcatcher returns with a rock and EDM marriage of our dreams. And stay tuned for our BTS album review, which is probably the longest part of this episode. Check it out. What's up, you guys? Uh, it's your Not Your Average Fangirls, and we are back with another episode. And Terrica's back, everybody! <laughs> she was in, she was in back, London town. She was in the London. How was the tea? The tea was great. The coffee was garbage. <laughs> oh. I was well, highly disappointed. You have tea time, not coffee time. Bro, I drank I one coffee the entire week I was there. That's how you know. Damn. Wow. Were you cranky the whole time? Because you get cranky without your coffee. You really do. No, I had I had tea, so I had caffeine, and I had lots of Coke. Don't try the Dr. Pepper, because that's straight garbage, too. I'm, I'm just highly disappointed. Girl, I thought you meant a different kind. I was like, same. Oh. I was like, I was like, Terrica, excuse me. Uh, we we haven't even introduced ourselves. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I know. <laughs> Guys, it's your girl Cat, and for the first time in my BTS standing life span, <laughs> I pulled a Jimin photo card. God bless. Wow. Yeah, I finally. A Jimmy, Jimmy, That's the song that plays in my head 24 7. But I finally pulled a Jimmy photo card. And I, wow. It's We're been a long time, man. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> it's true, bro. Like, all, I've always had to trade a, a Jimmy or buy a Jimmy. I've never just been given a Jimmy. Hey, guys, it's Cynthia. I have a deep glass of wine with me today. Oh. And, um, yep. Buckle in, folks, because it's going to be a wild one. It's a great day. Let me just say, it's a great day when I wake up and there's a new album out by BTS. Cheers to that. Right. We in this Bantan Sonia Dash shit for life, fam. Literally. Hello, everyone. Uh, it's Terika. I've been gone Woo! for, what, two weeks? I don't even know. Again, but it's okay. Yes, we missed you. Guess we'll who's you back, know. back, back, back. Hey, hey, And Hobie's wife, wife, wife. Thank you, my God. I'm living my best life because not only did BTS come back with this amazing album with all 20 songs making it to the top 20. <laughs> boom, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Woo! Everybody, let's go. NCT is dropping stuff for their comeback, and I'm just living my best life. It's just great. It's great over here. We love She's living her best life. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and hello, everybody. This is Carolina. And she's a witch, y'all. Tell them about the 20 song oh. shit. Oh my God, you are right. The other day, I joked that the BTS album was going to be 20 songs. I was like, damn, this album about to be 20 songs deep. How many songs are in the album? 20. 20. Yeah. Now, where 20 songs is my world. lotto money? I need to go play a scratch off. It's 20 Listen, songs. the universe be listening for like the weirdest things on the Literally. Podcast. Like, I'm saying, <laughs> right, God like things. listens to our podcast. Like he waiting on Tuesdays. He's like, okay, okay. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, hold on, hold on. What they got? What we as gonna do today? As he starts making, uh, as he's making people, he's like, hold up, guys, I gotta put on my fave podcast. As he's making, right? right? He's like, us in the background. Someone. He's like, doo, doo. he's like, hold on, you guys. Not your average fan girls posted. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Play it. Play what it. they say now? He's like, Michael, play it right now, right now. <laughs> he's like, Alexa, play not your average fan girls. Play that shit right Alexa, now. Alexa, play not your average fan girls. <laughs> 
Honestly, yeah. you could probably do that because guess what? We are on Google Play. And guess what, y'all? Let's celebrate because we are officially on Spotify. Hello, Spotify <laughs> listeners. It took us a fucking year and a half, but we here, bitch. I, we are here and we're ready. So if Hello, you listen Spotify to, listeners. If, <laughs> yes, if you're the Spotify listeners, you can go and check us out. Not your average fangirls. You can find us on there now. Like, heck yeah, everybody. But let's get this week started and let's talk. Listen, okay, I know we're going to talk about BTS. If you guys did not know, this episode is going to be about BTS. But before we do that, let's talk about Monster X for a little bit real quick. They Woo! just wrapped up a two-week promo all over the U.S., a.k.a. New York and L.A., because that's what the U.S. is. Yes. So... <laughs> but I do want to say ma- massive congratulations Yay. to them because their album is fire. Go it's X. so good. Go X. Go and Monster also X. the fact that um, they were trying so hard not to talk about sex while talking about their songs. And I'm just like, boy, we are, y'all are just going to have to come here. out and say it. <laughs> Exactly. We're all grown in this room. Maybe three in the back are 13, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cover your ears. Cover your ears. <laughs> Cover your ears. So uh, so that was really funny to watch, but I'm just really proud of them, even through everything that they uh, are still going through, because I know that they got asked a question like, oh, what was like Juan Ho's and Juhan's, like Juhani's favorite like part in the album? And I believe it was I Am that like said what Juhani's part was was but then when it comes to Wanho he was just like I have to be careful about my words mm. which I'm yeah I'm still like so mad about it because I feel like Starship is just making it seem like Wanho was never a thing I'm like he wrote half the album <laughs> but again so yes it's a like a BI situation all over again getting that coin yep you're right period but period go listen to that they're the first k-pop group to put out a completely english album like it's all in english and that's pretty pretty bomb and just shows Love you know that, that them, and it's so good i know they didn't really have to do that but they still went ahead and did it but the song sexy let's go um some other k-pop idols are doing the most out in the usa uh we have tiffany and lay that they'll be performing at the 2020 virgin fest in la which is pretty big lay performing at the virgin fest please (laughs) yeah i know but they're doing that so um congrats to them i'm wondering if they're if we're gonna get pictures of them together who knows um when is this festival for research purposes in 2020 honestly You don't say. <laughs> well, now that we're talking about Lei Le and Tiffany, um, this leads us to SM. Love it. And Chen. The first right thing SM has done in years. <laughs> you saying. 100% correct. Like, so they finally, so SM finally released a statement saying that Chen is not leaving EXO, so get the hell out the of their it. DMs get and emails. It. So sorry about it. Drops Mike. But he ain't leaving. And that's the right thing to do, okay? Like, he... Chen did nothing wrong. Literally. I'm still At confused all. as to why he even apologized. Like, hello? Bruh, all these, like, the Lulu fans that are like, did he consult with the EXO members before getting so pregnant? I was like, yeah, because he called them. He was like, y'all, just so you know, I'm about to fuck my girl. Just so y'all know. That's what, yeah, there was a tweet about that. Like, can you imagine them, like, at the, like, in a board meeting saying, like, yo, I'm thinking about going in raw. What y'all think? <laughs> <laughs> Raise your That's hand true. if you think I should. <laughs> like, the, like, eyes. I, the eyes have it. <laughs> Boom. I will see y'all next week. 
there's a pro so there's like suho on the don't do it side and then there's chanyo like you know what bro just fucking go for it he's like sehun's like yes chanyo kai's like i don't know we should be respectable (laughs) he don't understand what's going on i was like excuse me what does that mean what's happening what's a sehun what the fuck is a sehun (laughs) honestly it's just funny it's just funny that these fans really think like, oh, like they got to consult everything with the group. I'm just like, that's their personal life. Like, I'm pretty sure all of EXO knew that he was dating somebody. Yeah, they're friends. Like, I'm pretty sure they've had they're conversations. Friends. They they knew what the deal was. They don't care. They're like, hey, do you, bro? Like, whatever. Exactly. They probably know the girl. Like, they're like besties with the girl. Like, yeah, she's we had don't know. There. She's cooked them dinner. I don't know. Whatever. Right? I can see it. Who knows? So please, like, just get over it. It's not gonna happen. Um, ex- like Chen ain't going nowhere, especially. And then you got to think about it too, like, especially with the history of EXO. Yep, mm-hmm. they, don't they had so else, many, man. like, so many members leave, and now you're protesting, protesting because you want another member to leave. Like, aren't half of y'all like still hurting over China Line leaving? Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't get it. Like, I don't get the whole like. Because I know some people were saying, like, oh, well, we're upset because he didn't tell us and he didn't apologize for not telling us. And then when he did apologize, it was too late. And I'm like, what? Like, what are you talking about? And technically, he didn't ever apologize for that. He apologized for the way he said it, like the bluntness of it. But he never apologized for like, yeah. yeah. Because I was just like, what are you? What? I don't understand. Like, he doesn't have to tell you these things. I don't know what that has no, to do with their it music. it makes no sense. Listen, okay. I need to know what kind of drugs these XOLs are on because I'm trying to get some. I'm going to a rave, my first rave ever. So I'm trying to <laughs> trip out like these bitches <laughs> are. Because... Shit. Um, in some sadder news, we did have uh, Ladies Code that announced that they'll be having a hiatus. Um, their contract recently expired with their company, so nobody knows really what's going on. A lot of people are saying that they're disbanding and then, you know... Because that's usually what happens mm-hmm. when they go on a hiatus that they don't have a Contract. time frame for. But we're wishing the girls the best and hope that this doesn't mean that they mm-hmm. are, like, they're not going to be able to work together in the future. Yeah, because, you know, the last group that told me that they were going on a hiatus was One Direction and, well. <laughs> and, well, here we are. Here I am. <laughs> yep, we're still hurting. So, so there's that. We gonna, I'm going to be real angry for a second, everybody, because it's time for our fuckery of the week. Boom! And it has to do with my boys and Ace. Yeah. So I'm not going to get into all the details because I don't want to get sued by Beat Interactive. Beat, I love you. Uh, <laughs> I really never going to stop loving you, Beat. But some ha. fans made up some things that were false and not true. And then... Some other fans got a hold of it and were like, oh, shit. And then they did some shit and started spreading rumors about some other shit. And then just one thing led to another. Beat Interactive released a statement talking about bond terror, which is basically like super glue or some type of adhesive that was put on their car um, to either like cause an accident or like cause something to happen to them, among other things. Uh, But Beat said, you know what? Bitches, we're going to sue your asses. We got you on camera. And yes. we're going to put our artists in some some therapy so they can get over the shookness of someone trying to kill them, which is what you people did. So they got the, the people that did it on camera? 
Yeah, because it, yeah. it was outside, like, a dance studio. Uh-huh. Like, their studio. So, in so many words, Beat was like, we know who the fuck you are. So. Wow. Yeah. And basically, um, yeah, so they got out of it with a, their... their they have a lawsuit. Right, I knew that. They're, yeah. they're banned from going, like, they have a trespass. Again, they like a rest- I'm sorry. They have a, they were blacklisted and they have a restraining order yep. against them. So they can't even be in a certain, like, distance from Ace. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I don't know what that, again, I don't know what this person was trying to do, but I'm just like, no. Who has the time no. and the energy? Like, I just Literally. don't understand. Apparently she's like, or he, whoever, like, apparently they were like an ex fan site. Yeah. Something so like now that. they were like an auntie of Ace. But I'm just like, okay, if you're an auntie, then why are you paying so much attention to them, A? And then B, literally going all the way to, like, trying to kill them? Yeah. Like, cause them harm? That's crazy. That's insane. I I read somewhere, too, where they were like, oh, well, it's fine. Like, we weren't going after all the members, just a certain member. So the other members shouldn't be scared. I was like, wait, what? I was like, what? And the worst part is, like, with everything, too, and, like, choices, international choice specifically have been really, like, vocal about it. And I think that's why Beaten uh, was so, like, uh, quick to comment about it because it happened and then, like, a day had passed, like, about the rumors and stuff. And then, like, a day had passed and everybody was like, oh, well, Beat's not saying anything. So everything must be true. Like, that's what, like, a lot of the fans, mm. like, oh, my God, Beat hasn't made a statement that means that everything that everyone is saying is true. Oh, my God, we can't believe this. Everyone's, like, freaking out. And I'm like, well, first of all, if that rumor was true, like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, literally. That's what I was saying. I'm like, even if it was true, who cares? <laughs> but they were like, look, now, Beat not saying anything means they're practically admitting it. It's giving people more fuel to hate on them, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, bro. Like, you don't understand. Like, filing a lawsuit, because Beat Interactive, they didn't have a law team uh, attached to them like if they had any legal needs they would do something but she literally hired a law firm now for beat yeah. interactive so fucking queen i love this woman so much anyway and she basically said if y'all are gonna if the k fans are gonna treat them like this then we are not gonna come here we're gonna just do everything internationally yeah, i'm just like, I like damn wow. i was like my bitch is a savage i love her so much but yeah she's basically just like you guys literally caused them to have like anxiety like i'm pretty sure i know who it is i'm not gonna say which member i think it is but as the type of person that i know him as one of them is apparently like super anxious all the time now and i'm like well yeah well yeah yeah, i'd be too (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it's also super sad because like this whole month like because of the fanship ace had like this whole month planned out to do like v lives and release videos and like do fan stuff and do like little fan meets in korea and now all the schedules are like canceled there i mean they're still posting like videos and stuff but like as far as like the v lives and stuff go they've completely canceled all their schedules and i'm okay with it because it's for their well-being but it sucks because it was something like everyone was looking forward to and it's dumb birthday month Yeah. Yeah, yeah they were too and then not only that, but I feel like at this point, like Ace has so much momentum going for them. Yep. And then they freaking went and did this. And I'm just like, y'all just love sabotaging your own f- 
groups, don't you? And then mm-hmm. there's a I don't get it. A whole nother issue now with uh, Netsons where they're like, oh, we don't even know who this is. This is just a publicity stunt. Like mm-hmm. that's a whole nother thing now. They're like, oh, they're only My doing God. this for publicity. Blah, 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 blah. And like I never no. even heard of them, this, this, and that, whatever. And I'm like, oh my god, here we go. Yeah. So it's 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 wild. All I know is that Ace literally deserve everything in the world because they're like the sweetest people, and they literally have nothing but unconditional love for their fans. So it's wild. That I'm saying that it's to this point. I'm telling you, like these, um, some of these like K fans are just insane. I don't understand. I don't like mentality. I just don't get the yeah, I don't get the mentality. Like I don't get like I just don't what get purpose it. does that serve? Like I don't understand. It's like, hey, I paid thirty dollars for this album. That means that I own you, so you have to do everything I say. I'm like, mm, no girl. No. You went and bought that bought you went and bought that yeah. by yourself. Literally. Mm-hmm. Nobody forced you. Nobody put a gun and I'm pretty sure head. nobody put a gun to your head exactly to be like, you but buy this bitch. Like Nobody said that. Yeah, so. or the whole like anti fan mentality too. I don't get yeah. that. Like, you know, I don't understand. Like, why waste your time? Yeah. Like, if you, you really don't, like don't fuck somebody? with someone, just don't fuck with them, and that's it. Right. Yeah. Like, exactly. that's it. I think idols already give up so much of their Literally. lives to mm-hmm. be in this, yeah. like, to be an idol. Period. So I think the standards that fans hold them to is like unheard of who would want to be in those standards like if i were an idol i would never ever want to be in those standards ever oh i wouldn't make it i'd feel instantly like my first (laughs) debut day i'd do something like out of pocket and they'd be like yikes like oh that's not normal we can't do that i'd be in the club like celebrating our like first win with bottles yeah Man. I wouldn't even make it to debut. Like the, you know, like those classes that they take while they're training. Yeah, I wouldn't pass those. <laughs> They'd be like, Honestly, you have to stop. You have to stop eating rice. So stop what? I got a what? Stop no, eating rice. I'd ri- make it. I'd sacrifice not to make it to debut because I'm getting to Inky Gayo and I'm handing out all the candy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making it. <laughs> then do whatever. Terika said, I have a mission and my mission is Inky Gayo for that sandwich. <laughs> she, was like, like, she was like, I can get thrown out of the group after that. <laughs> exactly no nah, but oh my god it's wild Imagine. but like with ace especially too it took them so long to debut they're older mm-hmm. idols like ace is yeah. not young yep so it took them a really long time to actually finally debut and stuff so and they're finally like you said getting momentum like their debut was like they've been smaller for a long time and now they're finally yeah, and like, i feel getting... like they are definitely gaining fans. yeah especially with like the vix cover recently like that oh yeah that up. blew up and like, I saw that everywhere. Literally. So it's like, you know, they're getting that little push or whatever. But another amazing thing that did happen is a bunch of other fandoms rallied behind choices, I guess. And that brought a lot of attention to Ace internationally. Like a lot of people are like, I didn't even know who they were. Now I'm like in love with them. And I'm like, amazing. But still. Beautiful. Amazing. I'm telling you the Spotify thing. Like, <laughs> get ready. Who's going to change the game. We're going to change the game. I'm telling you. Dead ass. I'm going to be streaming They're going to be like, like who won this week, Ace? Who? <laughs> it's like, we'll, we the, finally matter. <laughs> but I know Korea's going to be like, who? Who won? And then it's like, Ace and Ace. They won by like it's 20 Asa. billion. <laughs> I know, <What>? right? <laughs> like, International fans about to change the game, y'all. We're about to do it. So all because of Spotify. And look at that. We just got on Spotify. Is it a coincidence? Coincidence? I think not. It's It's all part of the plan. 
<laughs> it's all part of the plan, everybody. <laughs> okay, well, justice for Ace. Love Ace. And if you guys don't know Love who Ace is, go Stan check Ace. them out. Ace. 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 They asked us to say it like that. We promise. Yeah, yeah they really did. We're not even I'm like just... trying to be funny or make a joke. Like, that's how they want us to say it. <laughs> literally. Yeah. If you ever come across Kim Byung-Kwan and you say Ace, he'll literally put a dagger to your throat and go, Ace. Yeah. And you got to go, Ace. Yeah. Like, how dare you? But all right, we have a long part coming over here, everybody. Let's start with our comebacks for this week. We're going to talk about some girls that are doing the dang thing before we move on to BTS. Um, so let's start with Isone. Isone. I still don't know. <laughs> we still don't know. Woohoo! Fiesta, bitch. Without yes, the bitch part. <laughs> I wish it was Fiesta, they're bitch. Fi- That'd be amazing. I know, right? Fiesta, bitch. That would be so bad. Um... But they did finally have their comeback, which I feel like this comeback is the comeback they were supposed to have before the whole thing with Eminem happened. But that's okay. I could be really wrong also. So who knows? <laughs> but um, so they came back with Fiesta. So they're having a little party. And the beginning of it reminded me of Lullaby by Got7. <laughs> and, and I was like, huh? And then I was like, oh, that's not. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um the dance moves in this song are incredible and i love that it has a little like festival theme to it so it's very bright it's very fun mm-hmm. uh like super bright colors and it's just bomb i know why isone is so popular like i see it i understand yeah i get it also i really like their pirate outfits i don't know if they're pirate outfits but that's just what but I'm they gonna... look like it it looked like yeah but yeah. i just like the different it's like like you said, it's like carnival type theme. So it was like different little concepts all into one. Yeah. Like, it was cute. I liked it. I enjoyed it. And I forgot how many uh, members they had. I was just like, oh, that's right. It's 11. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> wow, you know who else was 11? Oh, my God. Don't. Stop. <laughs> Stop anyway. it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah, but I really like the song and it's very like bright, very outgoing. And I feel like it's a good, it was a good song to come back to, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. like after everything that happened, I feel like they needed something that was like upbeat and mm-hmm. out, like bright and fun. Definitely yes. recommend A plus on my book. Yeah, oh, I our friend it. Pana did a reaction. If you want to watch yes. it. Oh, yeah. Really, really good. It'll be linked somewhere. Check our Twitters. Okay, so for our next comeback, we have Wiki Miki. They came back with Dazzle Dazzle. I love these names for these songs, bro. Lately, like, Dazzle, these girl Dazzle. groups out here. Um, but uh, Wiki Miki came back with a little bit kind of like a cute glam type of look going on for this music video and for so the, the song itself. And I don't know how to feel about this song. I like the choreo. Like, I really like the dance moves. Yeah, I like the chorus of it. And then they have, like, a part that is just, like, baby, like, yeah, that's on me type thing. And I was just like, I like that part. I like that but, part. But, like, it's, like, it got, like, it just gave me, like, mixed emotions. Like, I love the music video. Mm-hmm. I love the subtle, like, sparkly vibe that you can see in the editing of the music video. Mm-hmm. But the song itself, I'm just like, am I a fan? Am I not a fan? Do I need to listen to this maybe five more times? And then I'll be like, heck yeah, this a bop. Or am I going to listen to it five more times and be like, okay, this ain't it. I like the choreo. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. It's just that, like, I feel, I don't know. I've just never really been into, like, their music, 
really. You know what? Yeah, same. Yeah. I feel like there's maybe like one or two songs by Wiki Mickey that I've liked. And I feel like they have so much potential, but I feel like the right song for them just hasn't like right. gotten to them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And because and I also feel like really bad for the rest of the girls because most of the time they only like promote the two girls that were on IOI. Yep. So because their debut was definitely like that. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> their debut was like, hi, these are the two girls in IOI. And they're oh, there's some girls in the background. Yeah. I was like, yikes, bro. But our other girl group that came back are Rock Queens and Dreamcatcher. Heck, yes. They came back with Scream, everybody. And let me tell you, I was screaming because they did a rock mix with some EDM. I was like, oh. It was great. I was not expecting it. I was ready for my heavy guitars. It was was not... It was a mix I did not expect, but loved. Everything Side Effect wanted to be, but couldn't. (laughs) Oh, my God. Stop coming for Side Effect. (laughs) The Side Effect community is upset. I know, right? (laughs) Honestly, Side Effects, it's, like, good only for, like, certain parts of the song. The drop, I will ride that drop until I die. Exactly, same. But Dreamcatcher, back to these queens, because they came out here and said, okay, y'all are, like, not ready for this, because this was, like, creepy. It was, like, intense. I love that they included, like, so many dancers in this. Mm-hmm. And then and the editing for the music video, yo. Yes. Like, <gasps> it was so the pretty. The outfits. All the masks and, like, the whole, like, choreo, like, the hand yes. movements. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yes. And then... Uh, Back to how they did, like, I love Dreamcatcher's music videos just because they're very, like, you're always looking for something. Mm -hmm. Like, there's always, like, something creeping in the back or whatever. Symbolism for something. Yes. But I feel like with this one, there was a lot of, like, movement when they did the shots, like, and this changing of scenes and everything was very, like, quick, 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 quick. And you were just like, oh, my God. It's, like, overwhelmed with senses. But it was so good. And just, like, the movement of the camera made you feel, like, if you watch this in, like, a big screen or something, you're, like, one of those movies that you're, like, ooh, I'm in the movie, you know? Yeah, this is, like, the song that you play to get amped up before you have to go, like, summon some spirits or something. You right. Like, we are on a mission. We got to, like, cast this spell because some dude has wronged us. And now we just got to get hype with Dreamcatcher before we, like, combine all of our powers and just ruin his entire life. That's how I, I feel that. Like the craft. This should be mm-hmm. in the soundtrack. Oh, I love. Ooh, yes. yes. Uh-huh. All right. But everybody, we just talked about some bomb ass women doing the dang thing. But yes. now we're moving on to BTS. <gasps> I know. <sighs> Everything you've been waiting for and you're like, why are they talking so much? We're here. We are here. Today is the day. BTS released their album, Map of the Soul 7. <laughs> so much symbolism. Again, 20 songs deep. Half of it is like, it will this like a repackage of their last kind album. Of, yeah. So what we're going to do, we're not going to talk about the songs that they have already previously released prior to the album because we already talked about them in previous episodes that you can check out if you would like. Yes. We're just going to talk about the songs that we haven't talked about yet. <laughs> <laughs> we ready. Starting with what? Um, so anyway, Jimin, my man. Hey, everybody. So he um, expressed his 100% Libra culture with this song <laughs> hey, yeah. um, called Filter, which is basically him talking about how he is the most perfect human on the entire world. And you don't got to look at nobody but him. And he's, he's amazing beautiful. and perfect and like 
just don't everyone's type you're in love with yep. me that's it yep. <laughs> like, admit that it. is so libra wow that's so jimmy he loves attention like he loves being looked at and i don't blame him if i look like that i would mm-hmm. girl the power i would hold i know right <laughs> i bet you if somebody tells jimmy he doesn't like him like like oh jimmy i don't like you he'll be like excuse me he'll be offended He's like, you don't like, like he'd be like yes you do <laughs> Yeah, I get, I get, yeah, I get like, so I offended when like somebody's me. just like, "Oh, I don't like Carolina." I'm just like, "What?" Yeah, you're like, <laughs> you "Wait, say that. why? Huh? Do you even know me?" <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but I love the. There's a lyric that it's just like, "The more you are looking at me, like the cuter I get." Yep. Mm-hmm. Which and it drives you crazy, like mm-hmm. and overcoming like different tastes and standards, you start to only want me. So it's kind of like him saying, "Like it don't matter who it is." everybody falls in love with me he's not wrong the lyrics lyrics that got me is when he was like i can be a genie how about aladdin i can become anything for you i was like say say less i'm telling you say less this song relates like speaks to his like versatility as he is like as a performer and like to his fans because like some people see jim and it's like he's so soft blah 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 and so cute i love him and every and some other people are like soft where that man is sexy so i think it's like the versatility of him as like an artist like he can mold himself to be anything Mm -hmm. that you need or what you resonate with the most like he can be that person and like the way it starts off in his voice i felt like like you were being charmed, you know what I mean? Yep. Like yes. a snake charmer type situation. You're yep. like, ooh, Jimmy. And then at mm. the end, when he ends with that breathy voice, yeah. <laughs> I said, okay. Yep. The yeah. song was giving me low-key Juanes vibes. If you <gasps> if you yes. know Juanes, you know what I'm talking about. He has like a very distinct sound. And this was what like it was reminding me of. And honestly, you're right. Oh, also, I would like to say that the title of the song is fucking genius. Filter, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh. Yes. Pick the filter. Boom. Like, a genius. Yep. yep. That's that's why he said, which me do you want? Mm-hmm. And you just, mm-hmm. you put a different filter on it the and he got it. That fits you It the don't best. matter. You're right. Yep. And also the lyric where he was like, uh, I'll wrap myself around you. Like, in your dreams, I was like, oh, you watching me. Where you at? <laughs> oh, no. I'm telling you, listen. In this song, Jimin said, I know that I'm powerful. I know that mm-hmm. everybody looking at me. Mm-hmm. And I know that everybody falling in love with me. And that's okay because I keep collecting them one by one. And I love like, like a natural that. sex appeal. He's like, I'll be new for you every day because it's boring having the same thing, right? And I was like, yes. <laughs> like, you're right. How dare you? <laughs> I loved it. It was great. And I feel like he's more confident in who he is now. I love it. Because at first, mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like when he, they debuted, like, he was kind of like, he put on the persona of being like manly and confident in whatever but he really wasn't and now he's just like yes i know i'm amazing you do not I know have to i'm tell beautiful me. thank you i'm sorry yeah <laughs> and i feel like he he is now like also very content with the way like you know with this contemporary dance and you know how people are just like oh like that's feminine and things you know when they debuted it he tried to be all hard and like yeah. look at my hard abs blah 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 but now it's like he's he on um, he's okay with the fact that he is a little bit more on like the glamour side you know what i mean like and i also think uh what terica said is true also in the perspective of the type of person jimin is and how he appeals to like younger uh k-pop artists now because like every group that comes out now there's at least a member that's like oh jimin from bts is like mm-hmm. everything yeah. to me <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like you right fam you are correct. You so are there's correct. always like one member that's like completely obsessed with him. And anybody is like, who's your role model? Jimin from BTS. <laughs> Jimin. Who? It's Jimin. Jimin. 
Jimin, Jimin, yeah, Jimin. And, and I feel like it's because, again, it's that versatility. Mm-hmm. Like, he's able to, you put him in any type of, like, square, and he is able to mold himself to that. And still be true to who he is. Like, that's yep. the, like, exactly. the coolest part. Yeah. We love a Jimin. I love a Jimin yeah. in this movie. We do love house. a Jimin in this yeah. house. But this song, again, like how Cynthia said, like, the Juanes vibe, I felt mm-hmm. that. It had a little bit more, like, a tango, like, Latin vibe it to it. It was very enchanting and entrancing mm-hmm. yeah. and it just it lured you in man that's german that's what he does <laughs> that's german all right let's move on guys to oh, no. I don't want to talk my about time it. Ah, it. a bop <laughs> it is a true bop i love this song time cookie has done it again y'all i feel this that man. listen cookie got ta- got tattoos and he said i'm trying to say funna in my song and he did Bitter. he heard me when i said i wanted r&b bank 10 back he was just like carolina said that she wanted uh, <laughs> r&b bank 10 back i'm, I'm like, gonna make this song he like bursted through namjoon studio he's like yo carolina said she wants r&b <laughs> n- fucking <laughs> bts back and, and you like, know you know he, he helped with the words because finna like yeah not, that's yeah. not you all day What's oh my god when i heard finna. that i was like hold on hold on hold on did he just say finna he said finna <laughs> right he, he said, said finna, finna. He, did. he said we finna do this we finna and i said wow i connect so much to this <laughs> anytime you say we finna or we bouta yes <laughs> <laughs> bro, but it was so funny to hear this. But this sound on John Cook, bro, his vocals are so good. Like, mm-hmm. and this is yeah. such a relatable song too, because yeah. as I'm reading the lyrics, it's kind of just like, where has time gone? Mm-hmm. Like yesterday, I remember being like 15 and not knowing anything, and now it's like I blink and oh my god, I'm in my mid 20s. <laughs> what the heck am I doing? You type are thing. correct. <laughs> oh, and god. I was just like, dang. Also, low-key calling out his friends. He was like, y'all on the subway while I'm on a jet. I was yeah, like, I was just yeah. like, yeah. yeah. And I knew, I know he didn't mean that, like, in a, like, oh, y'all taking a subway, I'm on a jet. I knew he meant it kind of like, you know, I'm, like, 15, yeah. and, like, my friends are taking a subway, and I'm on, like, a jet. Like, I kind of want to be, like, that normal 15-year-old kid. I knew he kind of uh-huh. made it yeah. like, like that, but it was kind of like, okay, not all of us can have a jet. Some of us got to take public transportation. His friends, his yeah. friends going to listen to that and text him be like, you bitch. Yeah. I know, right? His friends from back home, they're just like, what the fuck, dude? (laughs) You changed, (laughs) man. You changed. I wasn't on the subway. I was riding my bike. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, but um, he did the dang thing with the song. Um, It was very different because last time we got Mm -hmm. Euphoria, which was like very like magical sounding type thing. And the lyrics are much kind of like sadder. And I was just like, oh. I really like the lyrics, though. He does talk about the fact that he had to grow up fast. Yeah. I know we've like talked about it before but to me it was kind of like i don't know to me it was like low-key sad as in yeah he is living out his dream but he had to grow up in the spotlight and you know miss out on so many things because of that and the lyric where he's saying like oh am i living this right why am i the only one in a different time and space to me that lyric represents the fact that not only is he an idol but he's reached a level so high that there aren't many if any honestly other people that are on that level besides the other members so i can imagine how scary that is like yoongi in his song talked about it in shadow where he says that flying high is scary so to me even though the beat i was like yeah yeah then i read the lyrics and i said damn yo cookie didn't have to do it like that (laughs) yeah and also you look at 
how Cookie has been also in his idol life because he's always been kind of like the shy kid that didn't really have friends and like he's finally like oh, breaking yeah. out of his shell finally. I know. Mm-hmm. He has like his 97 liners and you're like, yeah! oh my god, amazing. So, you know, I love it. It's like, it's kind of a testament. Yeah. I feel like Cookie's completely accepted himself as a human being at this point and I feel like it's taken him a long time to get here and the, the lyrics just emphasize that. So the lyrics are like, it makes you sad because you're like, damn, he was like 15. Like he left home and he was like a kid. Yeah. And like, imagine yeah. like living without your parents, like living without your mother. Like that's what I wrote down too. like, I think this is him kind of like looking back on how he had to like grow up so fast and how Cynthia yeah. said that like being thrust in the spotlight can be kind of scary, especially like someone like his age. He doesn't have like a lot of people to relate to in that aspect. But I think mm-hmm. this is kind of him like, pushing past that and finally accepting like his success and who he is and accepting that like he deserves this and like yeah it was hard mm-hmm. and maybe he, he worked not hard have. Mm-hmm. yeah like this like he deserves it and he came out of it okay like even with having to sacrifice all those things because now maybe he had to sacrifice and leave home so early but now that he's like accepting his success he can kind of go back and like kind of have mm-hmm. fewer lacks you know what I mean like have more fun and kind of yeah. be more accepting and like okay we've kind of made it not that we don't have to like work hard anymore but now we can kind of enjoy the fruits of like our hard work and enjoy mm-hmm. like the sacrifices that I mean but I also like that in this song he was just like oh like one time for the present two times for yes it's my favorite part mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, and you can see the like the like the evolution of like his feelings at the beginning of the song to the end too, because I know like mm-hmm. at one point he goes, "Oh, I can't call you, I can't hold you," and then at the end, I will call and I will, and I was just like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah." I'm like, "You yeah. know what? Yeah, get yours, son." But mm-hmm. even like since the beginning of kind of the. I guess the origin of what BTS is now, like Cookie's just grown so much as not even just like a person, but as a musician. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. yeah. And a I'm gonna talk about his voice in one of the songs, but vocally this kid has become outrageous. Like he Oh yeah. Is yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Unbelievably good at what he does now and i'm like you there's no way you are this young like you are still Mm -hmm. a baby well uh moving on then to our next song it is louder than bomb which is the song that troy sivan uh helped co-write and that is incredible because Mm -hmm. we've known of troy since he was like youtube youtuber a baby youtuber baby youtuber But yeah, so seeing like when he posted, oh, I co-wrote this, I was like, what? But when you hear Louder Than Bombs, you hear Troy's influence. I literally texted in our group chat. I was like, is Louder Than Bombs the song that Troy co-wrote on? And they were like, yeah. I was like, I fucking heard it. Like instantly, the type of song it was. I was like, oh, mm -hmm. yep. (laughs) Same Mm -hmm. here. This song is very like haunting. haunting. (laughs) (laughs) Libra culture. (laughs) We're back. Lyrically, mind. I just know that there's a lyric that Menu Gee said, and he said rolling in the poop. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> rolling in the poop field. Yo, I LOL'd at that. <laughs> Yo, I was dying. Yeah. Like, the amount of times, honestly, the amount of times that Yungi says poop in this dang album, though. Yeah. Literally. I know he means shit, but you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just it's so funny friendly. when I read that. It's family friendly. <laughs> But every album that BTS has, there's a song that I bawled my eyes to. And this was that song that I bawled my eyes to. (laughs) For me, the song was very 
haunting as the Libra yeah. said. It was very like eerie to me. Um, I'm gonna get a little serious here, <laughs> but basically, uh, I'm someone who has struggled with mental health my whole life, and this song just to me hit home on a different level. So like the way I interpret the song was me going back and forth with my inner demons, especially Namjoon and Hobie's verses. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. The last part where Yoongi talks about how people say that the pain that he feels is uh wait hippo hippo (laughs) (laughs) i can't speak english today okay i can understand where he's coming from because you know they they express sadness about things and people will come at them because you know they're they're at a better place technically but you know they're human they can feel sad too um and so for that aspect i did definitely feel it on like a bts level but for the majority of the song i felt it like very into my soul it just put things that i went through that i go through and that i feel into words i never thought that i could put into these words so i'm sitting here i'm like sitting there in the car bawling my eyes out reading these lyrics and like feeling the song and then to me it like it goes through it so when they're the chorus hits and it's so loud and to me that's like the part that's the part where i'm fighting with myself and like my anxiety and i do feel exactly like that in that core when that chorus hits and then you know it goes quieter and quieter and that's like me going back and forth with my inner demons but that's how i interpreted that song I'm not saying that's how they wrote it but that's how i took it well yeah you're supposed to take it on your own yeah yeah yes and mm-hmm. it's i think for songs like this especially the way bts writes it's for people to relate in their own like mindset Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly one of the lyrics that struck out to me was the one about dark and it was like oh that's the thing about dark it exists everywhere so don't be afraid so it's kind of one of those things that i feel like it's that's the most reassuring lyric that i've ever heard on a bts album because mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like you can't control what's going to happen around you. All you can have is like your inner peace and who you are as a person to guide you. And I think one of the best things about BTS is and that not a lot of K-pop artists are willing to do. And even not even a lot of artists want to be that deep and serious. Not even just K-pop. But no mm-hmm. one tends to express themselves so much that they put themselves in a vulnerable situation. I appreciate that. Exactly. For BTS to do that in such a beautiful way, not even in a way that's like crying for help or that's overly like zealous. It's insane to see that they've kind of taken this whole different approach to comforting people through music. And that's by relating to you in a way you don't even realize. Lyrically for me, this is literally the best BTS song lyrically for me i agree like the the lyric that you uh just said like that's the one that stood out to me too because like you said that we all take it different ways but that's how i saw like the darkness is everywhere thing and like it's kind of like no matter like how bright of a person you are or how bright your life might look like from the outside or to other people like darkness exists for everyone so it's kind of like you just can't control certain things so like you still got to keep that brightness about yourself or like who you are and just kind of like know that like just because you're like may seem like this happy-go-lucky like really like oh like she's never upset type of person like doesn't mean that that person doesn't have their own things that they're going through and like that 
brightness that you see about them might be their way of kind of like dealing with the darkness that happens to everyday life and I kind of took that for them too is like you said like people might be like oh well you're like super successful and you guys are like rich or you guys are like having like all these fans and you're making like you're doing great in your career like what do you have to be sad about but like you said like they're human and like Mm -hmm. with like humanity comes like both light and dark so it's kind of like you said it's like a comforting way to be like you know like things happen but we just kind of have to like roll with it and make the best and be positive. Which mm-hmm. I think is like light and darkness too is so perfectly reflective of the concept that they have right now. Yeah, like that's what I was going to say that this song was like the representation of shadow. Mm-hmm. This is what I was expecting mm-hmm. yeah. for a concept like shadow. Uh, very haunting, very eerie. And then talking about just that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like even for me, I was just like reading the lyrics and i i didn't see any of what you guys said i kind (laughs) of just saw the song of them like saying like there's ups and downs in life Mm -hmm. but like no matter what like we're gonna like we've been through shit but no matter what we're gonna stand on top and keep continuing like singing loud and proud for you guys Mm -hmm. i took it literally Mm -hmm. they were just like come on keep on singing no matter that we rolled in the poop But then the the lyrics that Cynthia was talking about, too, that she related to, like, the people say they're envious of us, the pain I carry in my hypocrisy. Like, when I listened to it, because I read the lyrics at first by themselves, I was like, oh. And then I listened to the way Yoongi, like, the flow he used during just that sentence. And I was just like, I was like, this man is insane. And this is why I have to talk about him specifically on this track and like two other tracks, but this track, because I felt like his flow was painful. Like he was Mm -hmm. in pain when he recorded this, like you could feel it. And like, this is why this man blows my mind because he's just like the way he can match his pitch and his tone and his flow to literal pain like you know how hard Mm -hmm. it is as like to have a rapper be able to rap hurt like that that's Mm -hmm. some serious shit so that shit just blew my mind like every time i listen to that man i'm like bruh like how do you even fucking exist like minyungi genius genius minyungi like that man is literally god on earth i don't even care what the fuck anyone says like Mm -hmm. maybe he is the one listening to the podcast probably <laughs> hey Yungi. Hey, what's what Yungi says goes. So you're right. That haunting song that I wanted, like this was one of them. I was just like, yes. <laughs> you're right. Darkness. <laughs> Shall we move on to the title track? Yes. <laughs> Let's go to the title track, which is called On. And uh, is it a coincidence that they had a, a song called N O? No, literally no, not. Because Cookie John talked Cook about it today. No, <laughs> I'ma make it on, bitch. <laughs> Cookie's like, why don't we do this? And everybody's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Let's call it this. And on was born. <laughs> I feel like Cookie's the one that stays up until like 5 a.m. watching the BTS theory the videos. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, ooh, yes, that definitely is connected. And then they consult with Jose because that man knows everything and every theory. <laughs> yeah, always right all the time. <laughs> But on, let's talk about on. Um, Minyugi, he said he don't give two shits what other people say. I said you right, Minyugi. I love <laughs> this. This is like a battle song for sure. And they're just like over yes! it. They're like, you mm-hmm. know what? We're gonna do us, and like whatever you gotta say, we don't really care. Like who cares? I don't care. Honestly, this is like you're going to war. Like this is does, this is yeah. our fight song. Yeah. You know in Mulan mm-hmm. when they say let's defeat the Huns. Yes. Oh my this god. Is this song. Yes. <laughs> 
I don't think I've specifically said this, but I live for the beats in this album. Like each and every song, like yes. just Ooh, the beat yeah. in itself. I'm like, oh my god, this fucking beat, yo! And this song is a prime example of that. Like I really just want to like fling myself off a hill. <laughs> yeah, the pro- like the production, I feel like that. the producing in this song and this album. Sorry, is like. Amazing. Amazing. Just Amazing. Y'all ready for some crazy shit right here that I'm about to say? Oh, oh my God. This song is my favorite BTS title track ever. Ever, oh, wow. ever, 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 wow. ever, ever, ever in life. And you want to know why? Two words. John Jungkook fucking murdered this I'm fucking song. Oh, boy. Bruh. Yes. Boy. I- could not believe not only that bridge but his runs at the end of this song bro i was fucking yep. living my life i was like if somebody mm-hmm. doesn't make isolation vocals for just those runs and post it on youtube i'm suing the entirety of korea because this shit <laughs> is ridiculous this man came out with the runs of like everything that god has ever given him every soul every vocal cord and tendon in his throat was flexing during this song <laughs> he was fucking insane like i was i feel shook. that i was like am i a cookie bias for like two seconds listen everyone at one point in time there's a reason why he he I, there, he's my number two like hey, always Cookie, everyone, Always. everyone was a cookie bias at one point in their life. I was Literally. He was like my first yeah. bias. The choreo for this is insane, Bruh. too. <gasps> yes. Go, okay, that video. Oh, that my God. Everyone video. went so hard. Like, we're going to do a reaction on our channel. Every Woo! single yes. backup dancer, the diversity, like, the choreo yep. of this music video. I can't wait to see, like, the like the other music video, because this one's, like, the, you know, the performance. Yeah, the, yeah, like, whatever. But, like, it was wild. At the end, I didn't notice until someone pointed out, but they made like a snakehead formation type situation, and it was really cool. Once you see it, like you're like, oh, that's so cool. I don't know if that was on purpose or if people just said that's what it looks like, but it was cool. Like the choreo for this, like it's so it's hard. And then also, I uh, you know, just lyrically, so I good. love that this is kind of like they see the shadows and they acknowledge them, but they're not gonna let them like bring them down. And um, I don't remember what exactly it was, but it, it's kind of like saying that no matter how scared you are of your fears, like, or how you live your lives or, like, how you fly or whatever, like, your road might be bumpy, but you're still gonna make it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's definitely, yes. like we said, it's a fight song for life. Like, you got yeah. this. There's also another version featuring Sia. <laughs> Which I didn't think she didn't really do anything. I mean, I love I love Sia. I love Sia but. too, but she did it. She's on there for a little bit. Like someone said, her voice kind of scared them when she came on. I was like, oh God. I said no. I felt that. I, uh, I was one of those people that I Me jumped too. and I was like, what? I did too. The fact that Sia even collaborated yes, with BTS. because that woman is private and selective. Yes. Yeah. So imagine that. So the fact that that happened, congrats, because that's huge. Yeah. I feel like this is a really good title track for them. Yeah. It goes with, obviously, like, again, Amazing. back to the shadow theme and back to the kind of, like, we're going to do better and be better and just, I feel like it fit them really well. Mm-hmm. The next song on the album we're going to talk about, I like saying it's called, Ugh. Uh, Ugh. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> this 
This is my favorite song. One of my favorite songs in the album. You know what's great is that I can pick I can picture this happening and it's like it's like how should we start the song and Yungi just goes gunshots. We need to get back to our roots. We need some gunshots. Definitely like his like text tone, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) He's like sitting there, he's like, he finished producing the song, it's great. Everyone's like, This is amazing. He's like, No, there's something missing. And then Namjoon's like, what is it? He's like, I don't know. And then he's like sitting in bed one day and he's like, Gratatata. He's like, put the gunshots at the top of it. Put the gunshots at the beginning and throw them at the end too. Why not? <laughs> Do it. Throw them in Fuck there. It. Listen, this song Yo. reminds me yet again that I would die for rap line. Like anything rap line. for them. They deserve to be worshipped. Like, ugh, it's so good. This is definitely, like, one of my favorite songs on the album. Yeah, me too. I love it. It's so hype. Can't wait to like, see it live. We're gonna see this live, y'all. It, I know. It just gets you so, so hype. And, like, especially when it's, like, the the part with Hobie saying the ahem. Uh, um, yo, yeah. sick in this song. Jesus. Bro, insane. Jesus. But I get so, I get so hype when that part starts, bro. Like, I literally, like, there's no, there's no going. It's just, like, you're just, like, vibing. You're, like, okay. Okay, and then they start the uh huh, uh huh, and you're like, oh, oh, oh yeah, like it's insane. Y'all should have seen me in my car jamming to this song, bro. I was that like literally, I rolled up to work and the song was still playing. I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm chilling in this parking lot until I this finishes because I was it's so so bro. Yungi did I his love like breakdown. his like Ooh. roar. It's like growl rapping. <laughs> That's what it is. It's amazing. Oh my god, it was so hot. Like they just sounded so good, and then the lyrics. And I feel like this song, it's like a lot of people don't write about things like this. I feel, yeah, or no. maybe I'm just like no. ignorant to music that writes about this. Who knows? But I like that they wrote about anger. Yeah, yeah. they're just like. Like, fuck, like, we can get mad, too. And not only that, but they were kind of saying, like, anger is important because it could change history. Like, mm-hmm. as long as it doesn't come from, like, an evil place. Yeah, like, like, the right type of anger. They were just like, get mad. Get mm-hmm. mad about that shit. Yeah, he's what? They're like, so what if you get a cursed at? Hand, bitch? What? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I also took this as, like, some people are just, like, like act like they can't get mad about stuff like all the like people who like talk like crap about them online and things like that people are like well you know when it it comes with the territory like when you're famous or whatever you should expect to be like talked about or there should be trolls and you should be fine with it like nah like we're gonna get mad too like that i'm angry (laughs) there i can be angry about this too and like the right type of anger like carolina says because sometimes getting angry is like you said can change the world or like can start movements and things but then there's also that anger that's like dumb anger like the fake anger for clout like you're not really mad you just happen to be mad on the internet type thing yeah, yeah. I think they kind of talked about that too like the anger has to be like in the right place it has to be the right type of anger at the right time somebody brought up the idea oh, yeah. of meg doing a verse on this song oh, yeah, and i was I like that. if <laughs> the lord is listening if the lord is listening get fucking meg on this song because i would go the fuck off like, <laughs> i would like meg, it meg, meg should do like a verse on it and then have, we actually like, have a breakdown of lizzo playing the flute like angrily just love this shit get meg and nikki on this shit get them both make a call you already worked with nikki make a call nikki can make the call to meg just fuck it up 
But we put it out there. Bro, could you imagine like a week from now when we post this? They're like, ugh, featuring Meg Three <laughs> <laughs> created the entire remix people have been tagging her left and right to do this like so right. you know that at one point she gonna notice and be like she you knows know what? everything she searches her name i know she sees shit yeah meg girl if you listen to mm. god if you listen to this podcast minyungi if you're listening to this podcast get, like, you made nikki happen <laughs> go into the bathroom make meg happen bro yeah no this song is a bop is hype i feel like this is a song that i'm gonna roll up to like I don't know. I was trying to like slap a man or something. I slap a man. <laughs> I mean, you slap a man every time you see Yoongi. So I mean, watch out if you're a man and you're sitting next to me. You got BTS. <laughs> you go get hit. You go get hit, bro. We're gonna be like pew pew gunshots everywhere. Let's go. <laughs> wow. Me and Terika will be enjoying the alcohol that I will be sneaking in. <laughs> Amazing. The next song we're going to talk about is 000000 o'clock. I cry. It's so pretty. <laughs> it's so pretty, but like it's so hopeful at the same time. Uh-huh. Like reading the yes. lyrics, I was like, oh. Yeah. Yes, I 100% agree. Like I've mentioned, I've struggled with mental health, you know, and yeah, there are days where I'm sad for no fucking reason and days where I'm wondering if it's going to get better. And this song, to me, it was a comfort for those feelings like they weren't sugarcoating it either because Jin uh was saying like you know is it gonna get better probably not but (laughs) probably not you know whatever but the day is coming to an end and I don't know it's just something so comforting because it's true like he you know like they can't tell us like it's gonna like it's gonna get better like anytime soon but I think Yoongi has mentioned this before too where he said that it might not get better soon but that they hope it does. <laughs> yeah, you should never lose the hope of that it might get better. And I feel like this song was just yeah. like a breather. Like that in-between mm-hmm. time, that space where everything just kind of pauses. And you just like, even though things have been crappy or rough that day, you just kind of like, it's over. And you just take a breath. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, okay, I'm going to reset for tomorrow. And maybe tomorrow will be better. Yeah, that's why it up. So... After I was done getting lit and hyped after reading these <laughs> lyrics for Ugg, I was like, I bet. And then obviously I had already heard Zero O'Clock, but I, had, I hadn't I had read the lyrics. So I was just like, okay, you know, they're going to hit me with this ballad. Let's go. And then I cried mm-hmm. um, as I'm reading the lyrics because it's kind of like saying like, you feel like you're behind from everybody. And that lyric that says like, I've been running so hard. Why is this happening to me? I related to it like so much just because you know like career wise or things like that like things don't go the way you think that they're gonna go Mm. and I feel like in that type of sense of like my personal and like career life and things I feel like I'm behind of everybody that I might have like either graduated with or like been to school with and things like that so how I took it is like how Terika said, like how, yeah, at 12, like at, at 12 midnight, like a new day starts. Okay. And you have a fresh start. But I also took it as in the sense of like, at that time is the time that usually you're like either in bed or you're kind of like by yourself and it's like quiet and just like, like that's when you think the most, like right before you go to bed. So your bitch cried while listening <laughs> to this. No, I also felt like more than anything it was kind of a comfort song well for me personally because um i agree with the whole like oh like 
zero o'clock is when people are asleep or getting ready to sleep. Because for me, like Jin and Cookie's vocals specifically, it was like um like a lullaby. Like they mm-hmm. were yeah. rocking me to sleep. Like they were comforting me to sleep. Literally like a lullaby. It was like lulling like a small child. Like I was just a baby. That they were just like, it's so shh, 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 shh. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. It was like that. <laughs> yeah. But this, and like the um, sound of the song wasn't what I expected. Cause usually from vocal line, like the last one, um, we, it was kind of like more like ballady and more like the truth untold and like super sad. Yeah. And like this one, like even though yeah. the like theme or like the concept of the song was a little more like, like it was a little heavier as far as like what they were trying to say about things getting better. Or just like, you know, things like that. It was a little heavier, but like the beat was kind of like what made it comforting. Yeah. It was like it was kind of uplifting. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I liked it. It was a different direction because when I first saw that it was going to be a vocal line song and it was called Zero O'Clock, I was like, oh, God. Like, it's about to be ballad, sad, I'm on the floor, just like, but even (laughs) though, yeah, bawling, but even though, like, you cried and people cried on the song, I think it's kind of like, like, hopeful tears, you know what I mean? Like, kind of like, okay, I got this, like, things suck, but I got this type thing. The next song we gonna talk about is one of my favorite songs on the album. I love this song so much! Uh, Inner Child, (laughs) wow, like make me a movie montage to this song like that's all i want i feel that like just give me like children falling in love me and cynthia's favorite thing kid love <laughs> that's like mm-hmm. yeah that's like the, the first thing i thought of like in the group chat this morning when i was like giving y'all unnecessary play-by-play of every song <laughs> and how i felt <laughs> like, like while everybody was asleep everyone was locked out that's like the first yeah thing. i, I woke up like, i was like what the fuck <laughs> but yeah everything about this song was just like to me, was, like, falling in love. Like, I was just, like, ugh. And then I read the lyrics, and I was, like, wow. Literally, like, just, like, being in love with, like, who you were as a kid, wanting to go back to how innocent you were as a child. And I was, like, you know what, Tay? Me every day of my life. <laughs> For me, I'm so used to Tay's solo songs to be slower, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. this showcase the range that Tay has, because if you did not know, Tay has a vocal range. Oh, Thank you. So um. He did say that the song is, like Kat mentioned, is to like his his younger self. Mm-hmm. Um, he had because he had so much doubt. So mm-hmm. it's basically him talking to himself. Um, there was one lyric I want to talk about. Okay, <clears throat> the you at that time didn't believe in the galaxy, but I saw it, silver galaxy, and I'm a big fan of that lyric. I just appreciate when I get to know Tay a little bit more because I just I love his soul so much i just think Mm -hmm. he's like i just i love him so much if you did not know (laughs) um and anytime that he lets us in even just a little bit into how he thinks into his world into his past about his personal life anything i really appreciate it and the song i hold dear to my heart is right next to all of his solo songs that i still listen to (laughs) every day this was it's just like it was like such a soft and sweet Mm -hmm. like song again it's Mm -hmm. very different from like his past songs sultry and jazzy so full and i feel like this it was kind of more like on a happy-go-lucky type of feel and kind of like telling you know like okay because i think he has he has a lyric that's kind of just like it's okay because the tay of 
today is okay yeah mm-hmm. right. so yeah. it was so it was okay what happened in the past because today i'm okay I'm yeah i think like i'm fine my favorite lyric in the song is like the lights that illuminated your eyes are the me of right now yes. so like i really like i really like that because like as a kid you have like all these big plans and you're not sure if you're gonna make the make it or like as a kid too sometimes you're just like you know what by the time that i'm 22 i'm gonna have my own corporation i'm gonna own yeah. six <laughs> houses and that seems so very real to you and then as you get older you kind of lose that and you're like oh my god like that's not this is not how I plan things but then like you look back at certain moments and you're like maybe this isn't exactly how I plan but like I'm fine like I'm happy now because there are so many different things that like maybe if I did follow that path and have six mansions I wouldn't have experienced or had some of the memories that I made with like the me mm-hmm. of right now so that's kind of mm-hmm. like how I yeah. took it like like you said going like, at your own pace yeah, yeah and he's like I'm okay like you know like the hard times we went through as a kid and maybe the plans that we thought were going to come faster when I was younger like maybe that didn't happen but like it's all worth it because like right now like I'm good and mm-hmm. I'm not even one of my favorite literally my favorite thing about Tay is his I guess the word is purity like he there is a little child living inside of him mm-hmm. and so when he wrote a song talking to like his inner child i feel like tay just like cookie has constantly been on a journey of self-discovery for himself but his childlike purity and his innocence is like literally one of the most endearing things about him and i feel like to write this song to the child in him or the child that he was is kind of like a turning stone for him so like the point where he is now like okay like I'm gonna like I'm grown up like I've done everything that I've wanted all I can do is go up from here like everything that I went through not even just only as a child but up until this point I'm now like the better version of myself it's just a wild concept for me that he would write a song like this and it just hit so perfectly to the person that he is Mm -hmm. and I was just like bruh and it shows too because everywhere that he goes like the people like love everyone loves him like even the people that he meets and everything like everybody like dotes on him yeah everyone loves Tay that man can make friends with anybody well that's like a great segue into the next (laughs) song on the album (laughs) my favorite song on the album which this is also one of my favorite songs on the album it's called friends and it's um jimin and tay oh my god and this is the cutest shit i cannot wait to see this live i'm telling you right now cynthia prepare just be like the sappiest like i'm just a girl i'm so excited i can't even y'all to lie to y'all i was fully prepared to almost have to like skip bts i was like damn am i really not gonna be able to see bts again i heard the song and i was like there ain't no way i ain't missing this shit (laughs) (laughs) this is gonna be like the first thing i wrote down about this song is like we love friendship like in caps they're so yes. yeah like just yes. the lyrics is basically just like them going down memory lane and like they're back and yes. forth. it's like a little cute little back and forth hey remember this remember when i first met you and you were weird or we couldn't like communicate remember the dumpling thing i want to know what the dumpling thing is i know right <laughs> it was like full of inside jokes yes. and i was just like i want to know the inside jokes now i was listening but to the song it. and it reminds me of that time it was during like they were filming some stuff they were in like some other country some somewhere in europe and and tay was like ah yes i see jimin kind of like my high school friend and jimin was like we went to the same high school (laughs) 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 like i am your high school school friend friend, you stupid oh yeah (laughs) he's like oh yeah 
but it's like things like that but i love it i again i love friendship i love that he said that jimin said hello my alien i was mm. like bro oh this song is really so so sweet and it's like such a fun sound to it and then you have like the contrast of their voices as well because you know my favorite tay has like a yes like Mm -hmm. tay has a super deep voice and then jimin is just a little bit like you know not a little bit a lot higher pitch so Mm -hmm. it's like it just hits man when they were just like the when the first you're my soulmate started mm-hmm. bitch i lost it because mm-hmm. they said you're my soulmate i was like it hits it hits man i love this bromance it I really hit shit. because that's what we say to each other and i, I was like oh my god I know. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> if you are a weeb like me and you watch haikyuu hello 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 hi. oh my god i am about to make a reference and it's gonna blow your fucking mind all right <clears throat> tay is hinata it's because of the way that hinata speaks like, he speaks in such a specific way, and people also <laughs> say that about him. They're like, what the fuck is he saying? You're actually Same thing with Tay. 100% correct. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> he speaks with sound effects sometimes, and, like, it just... People that are close to him completely understand him, but even them, they're sometimes like, I don't know what you're saying, but I think I know what you're saying. It's exactly like that. So Tay is a tall version, deep voice version of Hinata. Also, if you did not know, if we haven't made it very clear, like if you if you are into BTS, you know that they have like a special bond. They are truly soulmates. Like it's just soulmate mm-hmm. culture. Yeah. Everybody that sees them, they just have like that like bond that is just like, it's louder than words. It's just like connection so deep. And I just, I'm so happy that they have each other. Well, all seven of them. I'm so happy that they have each other. <laughs> You know what? This song too. At the end, the chanting. That's chanting. chanting. I can't wait to chant this live. Listen, this is gonna be like all I thought about was listening to this song, and I was just like, oh my god, seeing this live in a whole stadium, like literally chanting this too with them, and they're like, you're my soulmate. Oh my god, like I can't. Oh my god, with our new version wait. of Army Bomb that they're gonna make us buy. <laughs> Oh my oh, god. Stop. At the end too, Tay like has like a little run and I'm just like oh, yes. Ooh, spicy. It was so cute. But I think my favorite line is like besides the whole like pinky promise thing and how he's like their friendship was in change, like like Jimin's little pinkies. And I'm like, oh my god! But oh, like the part so where I think, I think Tay says this to Jim. I don't know who says it, I can't remember. But the part where he says, You're my room's dream catcher. And I just thought that was so cute. Like to have mm-hmm. someone like to compare someone to like a dream catcher for you because dream catchers weed out bad thoughts, Nightmares. negative things. Yeah. So you have that yeah. person that's always there to just anytime you have that negative thought or like that bad feeling, they're right there to like brighten your day or be like, yeah, no, we're not going to worry about that. You're going to be great. You're going to be fine. Or like you think that you like, oh, well, I messed up here. Like, no, but this is what you did great here. Like, so like, I think for each other, they're there like that support, that kind of like, you know. Like mm-hmm. that, like posi- support system, that positivity that... that like, you know, like you like just being around you or having you there just kind of takes all the negative things away. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, my God, they're so cute. And then, then there's the part when there's like, oh, um, someday when these cheers die down. And I'm like, wow, yeah! they thought about their friendship so far ahead, yeah! like us living on the block together when we're old and like. Oh my god. Stop, yeah. that was my favorite part. Also, the part that I love too is when Tay was like, hey, Jimena. And then he made the alcohol, like the noise, the pop sound. And I was like, boy, yes! you can't yes! drink. Yes! You can't drink. 
They're so You dead. know he likes his drink. <laughs> um, I really love that they emphasize this, though, because they have emphasized this before. But just mm-hmm. in case you did not know, that soulmates are not always in a romantic way. Oh, and yeah. I love that they keep reminding. Like, BTS, I feel like in every album, they're like, hey, guess what? Your soulmate, like, your love of your life can also be like your friends <laughs> literally okay well the next song on the album is Jin Solo oh my god it's called Moon I love this song too it sounds like it should be part of a musical <laughs> like this is like yes. I don't know I just I love mm-hmm. it so much and it's basically just a, like a love letter to like to the fans and it's just so cute and like I just I don't know the lyrics are really good but it makes you think though because he has that lyric that it's like I worry if you would discover all of my hurting wounds like you know we always see Jin as happy Mm -hmm. so it makes you think like is he scared of showing like his sadness Mm -hmm. or like other type Mm -hmm. of thing because he's always the one that's kind of like the mood maker in in a sense of like if he sees something he'll make a joke so to like make it ha 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 funny especially being the oldest too i feel like he feels like he has to be like he can't ever show his sadness because then the rest of the boys are like wow like if our older brother Mm -hmm. is sad then like something's happening well if you think about it when they do like when they have to make like an announcement or like specific speeches Mm -hmm. about something serious they always have Jin do it even though he's not you know technically the leader he is oldest and they still look up to him mm-hmm. i know that he in the song is saying like he wants to stay by our side and become our light you know be our moon mm-hmm. and like we're the sun like we always go together but but the moon always just i'm sorry we're not the sun we're the earth. the earth so the moon always just goes around the earth and that's what he's gonna do but then he's wondering like well will the earth look at me too and i feel like at times a lot of people like don't they're just like oh Jin, whatever and then move on mm-hmm. so I feel like at this, he's kind of, you know, asking for reassurance. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, you see, like, what Carolina is talking about, because there is one lyric that he goes, everyone says that I'm beautiful, but my sea is all black. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. and the, the star where flowers bloom and the sky is blue, the real beautiful mm-hmm. one is you. So I think that's kind of his way of, like, everyone sees me as, like, one way, but really I have my doubts too. But I think he's saying that, like, the fans are the one that pushes him to keep that whole, like, happy-go-lucky persona. So it's, like, the beauty of the fans mm-hmm. is what's really reflecting to make him beautiful too so i'm just like oh jen and it's like a more upbeat yeah as well yeah so i like that it was kind of like happy go lucky and like i like i picture him like running around the stage like being goofy type thing that's what with i'm this song. are we gonna get some jen choreo we got some yungi choreo oh yeah i know oh, you're right i fucking love the fact that it's named moon <laughs> <laughs> oh we know oh yeah if you know we me know. I love me a good moon. <laughs> and also, if you know me, I love every single Jin song. Every she single does. Jin solo song I love and hold dear to my heart. Last tour, I cried every single time he performed Epiphany. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really, this song is no exception. I agree with everything that was said. Um, there was one lyric that I wanted to just talk about really quick he said that i was without a name before i met you which to me it sounds like he's saying you know uh because of the fans he feels bigger but i hope that Jin knows that we that we truly do love him even though you know he i think he's the type of person that is more private in like a sense where he makes jokes and he like brings like a mood to the room where you don't think that he's being private um i just hope that you know he knows anyway shall we move on to respect respect 
hip-hop feel i love this song so much it's just yes. like so nostalgic oh my god i would just like to say i had an out-of-body experience when i'm just like hey yo sugar, hey, yo, sugar. Hey, yo, sugar. Hey, yo, sugar. i know i was like, I was like yes. hey. literally i heard a yo sugar and i was like <gasps> like i i had it i was, I was like, that oh, one yeah. meme y'all know what meme i'm talking about where the, the person's like levitating <laughs> going oh, yes. towards the sky <laughs> That's me. Yeah. Or the Tom and Jerry one where there's the escalator going to heaven. Yeah. That was me. Who was like, yeah. <laughs> this song is so fun. Like they're just, it's like a conversation between them two, like a whole back and forth of them, Love like that. explaining like what respect means to them and things like that. Like just trying to figure yeah. out this concept. And it's so funny, especially like the little just like speaking parts at the end. Like, oh yeah, yeah it's so funny. Like, he doesn't he even try so to be, but he's so funny. Yungi's dialect got me so oh, like, I love oh, him. he's so, like sarcastically he's so funny, Choke. but he's so fucking hilarious. I love him. I feel that. <laughs> He's so funny, but I love it because in one of the in one of the lyrics, they're just like, "Oh, like respect is higher than love." So in the, and then at that point, I remember who it was that said it. They were just like, "I respect you," and I was just like, "Man, these mofo's really in this life together. They've been together for the past like what, like They've 10, been 11 for years." Ten years. That's why it hits different. Like when you think about it, because every chance they get, they're like, "Hey, we've been like living together for like for ten years." Yeah, (laughs) and it's uh, I know for this, like when I when I read that they were like, "Oh, there's a Namjoon and Yoongi unit." I uh, while I'm listening to the album, I heard you know I I listened to it in order, so I heard UGG and I was just like, "Bro, the Namjoon and Yoongi unit song is gonna be just like UGG," and then I get to it and I'm like okay this is definitely definitely not that but it's such a vibe and like after like after i finished listening to it and listening to it a couple times i'm just like this is totally their style mm-hmm. like oh yeah so much their style and i love it i love that they did the song kind of talking about respect because again it be you know them doing promo in the usa and all this stuff i feel like a lot of like you know outlets media outlets people mm-hmm. like general public it's kind of just like, oh, whatever, and don't give them any respect for the art and the craft that they make. Mm. So I feel like with this, it's kind of just like, you know, respect is being, like, this word is being thrown around by too many people that they don't really know what it means. Or so, even at the like, beginning of their career when, like, some of the underground oh. rappers didn't, like, quote-unquote oh, yeah. respect oh, them and didn't think they... Be free, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to be flashbacks. civil. But, like, yeah, like, and like they said, like, it's kind of like a hard concept because, like, it, respect can be thrown around so many different ways for so many different people. So it's kind of like, what is it? Like, sometimes you can say it in this context and it's like, whoa, I respect you so much. And then sometimes you can say it and it's kind of like a backhanded thing. Like, listen, they said R E S P E C T. Say it, Aretha. Come on, girl. <laughs> Yeah, no, I was living for this. This is also one of my favorite songs. Same. It's such a vibe. I freaking love it, man. I love them as a combo, bro. I love them together. Namji. I also love that this speaks to Namjoon as a fucking human because that man loves like mm-hmm. old school hip hop. And I'm just like, yeah. Yes. yes. And just like, again, the banter, you feel mm-hmm. the banter in They're the so song. Funny. Like, you're listening to it and you know that they had so much fun doing this song. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you could tell. You could tell that writing the song was amazing for them. Like, recording the song was amazing for them. Like, I, you just know that they were having a blast. And I was looking at different translations to make sure that this part was right. I don't know. I still don't know if it's right, but, like, if most people said it. But, like, at the end when they're talking and bantering back and forth and, like, they're asking each other what respect is. And he's like, I don't know. That's why I'm asking you, kid. And, like, something just got yes. to me. He called him kid because he's like, like, what, 
what, two years older? And I'm just like, get out. <laughs> you get acts like he's like 55. I, I swear know, to God. I know. I love it. I feel that. His soul is. That's why. Yeah, you're yeah. right. This whole album, though, you can just like feel like the connection with each other. And I, it truly is seven, you know? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say this whole album, you could just feel Yoongi's sarcasm. And I was like, bitch, you are. <laughs> that, I mean, that too. That too. That too, though. Like, he breathes sarcasm. It's just that dialect at the end, man. Like, mm-hmm. when he talks in his, uh, he's just, wow. Back in my baby, I love it. my baby band 10 days, like my, when I was like first getting into them, I used to watch like compilations of them speaking in their dialects. <laughs> I was so Ooh. upset. Ugh, I love and it. I, was just, like, I, I love, love it so much. so much. I agree. I specifically like Jimin's. <laughs> well, moving on to the uh, last song that we'll be talking about for the album is called We Are Bulletproof. This is the, the this Eternal. Is the pew, pew. When you said pew pew, this is the, <laughs> we thought we was going to go pop, 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 but we. The biggest plot Literally. twist of 2020. Oh my God. No, listen, this song said bulletproof, but I felt like I was shot right in the feelings. I, I was, was shattered. Like, yeah, didn't think that bulletproof would be the song that I cried to, but this is my cry song. <laughs> I, I was I like, feel what? That. Is this? this is our I reality. I feel so bamboozled. Here. I was played. I, I just felt played. I was like, excuse me. I, this was not it. I was ready to get hype. I was ready to get lit. I was ready to like. You know, pa 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 on the some like I was ready to yeah. My fake finger guns, like I was like, let's go. I was like, we are but like I had my Kevlar on. I had my Kevlar, my helmet. I was ready. I was like, let's go. No, no. And then they hit me with that. We were only seven, but we have you all now. And I'm like, bro, bro, you can't do that, bro. I can't do that. I know this is gonna be a. It was like the only thing I had was my dreams, and then I opened my eyes. Like, oh hell, nah. They did not just 180 my ass. I know. I was ready to do hood rush shit with my friends. Instead, I'm crying. The club I was ready to eat a man John Cook, bitch. I was ready to eat a man John Cook, okay? But we cried in the club together because they're no longer seven. It's, out, okay. it's all of us now. We in this forever. We in this shit for life. Honestly, uh, Minyu Gi's voice in this song amazing we don't get to hear that a lot and this album has fed me so well i love it there's a lyric for namjoon and he was like everybody laughed at me and i was and i was ashamed of my name and i was just like damn <laughs> rm but Ram i was also. just like damn namjoon <laughs> i know also. but look at you now but i was like but look at you now look at where you're at our president like, honestly i hope somebody him. just looked at him and was like no one calls you rap monster don't worry everyone calls you namjoon it's fine it's fine <laughs> exactly um but the real email part in this is that at the end they say tell me why you're still walking with us and i'm like because <laughs> we never walk alone <laughs> i was like how dare you say that to me after i spent all my hard-earned money <laughs> half of it and then there was you. me my sarcastic ass was like because i don't like to run what oh <laughs> that she run 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 oh my god but I mean, I understand that because even though they know they have all these fans who do love them and do all these like crazy, remarkable things like with and for them, like I know like you have to step back sometimes and be like, why me though? Like, why was it us? Why was it like our specific group? Or like, what was it, why was it me that I was put into this group and then we have so many people that yeah. love us? Like, what? Because even like us, like we we have like a small following, and anytime someone's just like, "Oh, I love your podcast," or blah blah blah, I'm like, really? "I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> us? Why? You know what I mean? Like, why are you listening to it? Yeah. 
shit. I don't even listen to us. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but okay. Oh, also, before we end all of this madness, you know, we are in our emo feels because with we are bulletproof and all that stuff. I do want to like shout out to BTS though, man. Like this album sold uh, two million copies in two hours, bro. Yeah, bro. Two hours. Not even the whole day, just Half two hours. Them was two me at Target. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what I'm saying. Not only that, but then in the iTunes chart, they were literally one through twenty. There was no room for any other song. Yeah, one through twenty, aka all of the songs in the album. Even the old songs. They're the best. Yes. One Pop through twenty. Miles. I'm telling you. I'm just like, bro, I, no other artists have ever done that. I've never seen any other artists do this. Like Western, yeah. K pop, anywhere. anywhere. Shout out to the kid at Target who had to stand guard for his shift over the BTS albums. <laughs> you do it great. Give it, if I worked at Target, they would have given that job to me. Me too. <laughs> Literally, I walked up and there were like two of them standing there and I was like, oh, I thought they were just talking. And then like one walks away and the other one just looks at me. And I'm just like, he's like, hello. I'm like, oh, hi. And he just like kind of backs away, but he's like looking. And I was like, dang, they for real. But yeah, but shout out to them again. Like this album. Oh, did we have anything else left to say about We Are Bulletproof? It's amazing. I'm going to cry. I can't wait to see all the army bombs turn purple. Thank you. Oh my God. I have one thing to to say. This is the other song that had me levitating to God because of Cookie's vocals. Thank you. (laughs) You're right. And you know what? I like also um, Minyungi said something like in the face of negativity, Mm -hmm. like we did it. I said, you're right. You're mm-hmm. right. You did do that. What did you do? That. But but yeah, no, man. Shout out to BTS. Like, this album is a masterpiece. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I know that it's not a lot of people's, like, cup of tea. And that's understandable. Oh, really? Uh, yep. I've uh, On my timeline, I saw about maybe, like, three to four people say that they only like maybe, like, one or two songs. Oh, I've heard. I've seen none of that. Everyone's yeah, same. Like, oh, my God. This yeah. is the best. <laughs> same. I would personally like to say thank you, BTS, again, because you put into words things that I can't even begin to express. (laughs) Better than words. More than a feeling. Ow. (laughs) I'm in this bangtan soyanda shit for life, y'all. Yup. Ride or die. Feel it. To wrap this up, the map of the soul, seven, a masterpiece masterpiece of the soul more like um <laughs> this is like oh my gosh you know like those books like the like the chicken noodle soup oh chicken chicken soul. Soup. i have so many of those dang books yes it's like that been album form <laughs> bts yet again beyond expectation they'll just magnifique magnifique cannot wait um, to see this album. not only is the album beautiful but the album packaging is beautiful it's like a whole fucking book yeah. Like and they use recycled paper. Shout out yes. to our environmentally friendly kings. <laughs> you know, you know that was Namjoon's idea. Because well, people were apparently like people were asking them to like do it, and they were like, okay, and so they did. And then of course you have some people who are complaining about it, but I think it's cute because they're like little. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like nostalgic, like little poster type material you can hang on your wall. Yeah, it's pretty. It's so we're gonna finish off um, with songs of the week. Uh, my song of the week is Map of the Soul 7 by BTS. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it's been, it's, been, it's been out a day. Same. No, my, my song of the week is also the entire album. <laughs> Even like the songs that from, were from the previous album. Because you know what? 
It's great. Uh, also, my one song of the week. Hi. <laughs> oh, my God. You thought I was going to not do it. Okay, well, no. My one song of the week is In My Arms from their Japan release. Thank you. I, too, think that uh, I don't have to say it, but my song of the week is the entire That's All 7 <laughs> album. But my NCT song of the week is only like a two-minute <laughs> clip because they're releasing all their mini MVs. But it's called Love Song, and everyone should vote for it because it's great, and I really need this music video to, you know, be a thing. So thank you. Wait. They're doing like you vote for the yeah. music yeah, video so they, that you want? there's 11 mini tracks. Uh, I don't think... You gotta pick one. Counting, yeah, not counting Kick It, which is already the title, title track. And you get to pick, like, the winner. Like, you have to meet a goal with retweets and likes. And once you meet that goal, you get, like behind the scenes pictures and then at the end they take the ones that had the most retweets or likes and the most like votes and then that's the one that they're going to give like a special stage to so i think that's the one you're going to get like a full music video <gasps> for um they better just drop the music videos for all of them how dare they yes right. so, they do not do this to me so if you yeah no yeah so oh, if God. you love me everyone should just go to their account and just retweet <laughs> and like everything so that way that you know you know this is basically like you're right. someone pointed out this is a survey to see what we like because like I don't know. Being an in city, like everyone just fights among themselves. Today, a girl got bullied off the internet <laughs> yeah. by by NCT fans, and she's a whole NCT site, like because she didn't retweet something. And so, citizens like, are wild, bro. They're they wild. wild. It's hard out in these streets. It really is the ghetto, bra ta ta ta. But I'm surviving because I'm a gangster. I'm a G. Honestly, and citizens bro, are wild. They literally wild. fight with their own fandom. Yeah. Okay, Carolina, what's your song? or album of the week <laughs> well um honestly if i'm being real i've been listening to the monster x album a lot which is all love about that. love more specifically middle of the night and also um uh, uh, uh beside you with pitbull okay of course okay. but <laughs> the latina the, she listen, is that, that's that song is a jam, I'm just saying. But also, I've been jamming to the bts album all day today but specifically ugh ugh and respect. Yeah. Mic drop. This is what you need to do. You just take the clips from Terika and Cynthia of them saying that their song of the week is the BTS album and just put that at the end for like the next five weeks because that's all it's going to be. <laughs> Honestly, right. yeah. I feel that. It's okay. My Wendell song is going to change. but Yeah, I know. It's like my NCT song will change. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that is all for this week, everybody. Um, thank you for listening to us. Within the next two weeks, I will have a mental breakdown because Victon will be coming back. Um, oh, we're going to have a Victon week everywhere. Oh, we're going to have a so you know. Victon special, everyone. Victon? Wow. On our YouTube channel, on this podcast, on, on our, our Twitter, Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> everywhere Damn. but i'm excited about the victim week because i'm gonna get real educated on victim because i haven't i haven't really paid much attention to them in a long time and i feel How like that you? needs to change anyway, yeah. wow okay <laughs> i'm trying uh, i'm trying but this is me whether you, every time i say oh my god no. Subin, they're just like no and i'm like okay then what the hell it's y'all want y'all want me to stand victim but then y'all want me to not it's because we know like, Subin is just a front for you he's just a side piece I support you, Carolina. Okay. <laughs> They're trying to shove another member down my throat. They've been trying to do it, and it hasn't happened yet. Imagine why. Because guess what? You can't go. You can't touch Subin. You can look at him, but you can't. You know touch what? Him. Who's seen them live? Oh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
wow, bitch. I really don't. Wow. 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 The motherfucking so disrespect. <laughs> I don't wish harm on everyone, but if you fall down a flight of stairs right now, I wouldn't even be upset. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Damn. Damn. You, that was deep. Anyway, whether you're a terrible friend like Carolina or you're going to be listening to this <laughs> BTS album for the next two months, make sure you always, always finger on. on. <laughs>